0: pray, a prayer for discernment. Dear Heavenly Father, I seek your counsel. I invoke your Spirit and help me to discern as nothing escapes your sight. Guide me, Lord, and give me a healthy spirit, a clear eye and wisdom, and help me identify any presence of the enemy, trying to tempt or trap me into the sin of pride or vanity. Set me free of my flesh so that I may see with the eyes of Christ. Let me identify the spirit behind any choices I must make. May your Holy Spirit fill me and take control so that I only need to walk in obedience. For you alone are holy and you are my sovereign Lord, and all my decision must glorify you and your Son, Jesus Christ's name. Amen. In this episode of Teachable Moments with April podcast, we're going to continue the conversation about territorial spirits. We're going to explore the question of how do powers of darkness establish territorial strongholds? We're also going to look at the question, what sustains the demons and how do they gain permission to the land? We're also going to look at what are some of the primary causes of land defilement. And then we're also going to delve a little bit deeper into the the topic of personal. What are the sources and causes of personal individual defilement? Then we're also going to look at two particular examples um, of certain nations or countries and which certain defilement um, and personal defilement has been um, uh, shown and why. And then lastly in this episode, we're going to look at uh, church problems that may suggest or hint at the presence of dark influences in the body of Christ. I'm your host, April, from Teachable Moments with April Podcast. Tonight's episode, we're going to start with the question of how do powers of darkness establish territorial strongholds? All right, so uh, the source that I'm getting this information from is from the uh, book, uh, Territorial Spirits by C. Peter Wagner. Um, so the question, how do powers of darkness establish territorial strongholds? They do so through land defilement, um, through the sins of the people and through the worship of other gods and idols and through occult practices as carcasses attract the vultures of the air. Likewise, uh, defiled land attracts spiritual wickedness. Okay. Um, So, it goes on to say, where the land has been defiled, demons cluster. Okay. Now, the next question is, what sustains the demons? Okay. They are perpetuated as the traditions and beliefs and the same evil sins and attitudes and cultures of the past continue. Just as with people, demons remain as generational curses until they are ejected by the blood of Jesus. Now, territorial spirits have no authority to move into an area without permission. Now, for you guys out there, for for anyone that has ever watched um, any kind of scary movie, um, read scary um, books, horror... Or whatever, especially in regards to, um, let's say, vampires. Okay, that would be the number one thing. How interesting, right? Um, that that would be the thing. They could not enter your home in a classical, traditional vampire movie, show, whatever. Usually, that would be the case. And even though we're talking about in real life. We've already established that in in our culture, the movies, the shows, literature, everything, there are little um, seeds of truth in there. Hiding, as we've already established, hiding, air quotes, in plain sight. They need permission, okay, to come in. Um, to a territory, into a building, into a structure, into a land. Um, Okay, so certain conditions give them authority to set up the base of their kingdom from which they rule over the people in that particular area. These conditions are frequently referred to as strongholds, okay? Now, to be honest with you guys, I've heard about strongholds and didn't know what they were. (laughs) I knew that they were biblically based, But I really, I'm going to be, I'm going to be honest. Honesty is always best. I had no clue what a stronghold was. Heard it, but didn't know what it was. So what they're telling us is these conditions, okay, are frequently referred to as strongholds, okay? Conditions that give authority for these entities, these territorial spirits to set up shop, to make this place the base of their kingdom, from which they can rule over, or in my opinion, oppress the people of that area. Okay, so when a territory um, has been inhabited by persons who have sinned, the land becomes contaminated, and we've touched on that in previous um, episodes. Okay, and I I asked you guys have you ever noticed i've noticed but didn't really realize like truly realize what the ramifications were there are just certain areas in which certain crimes particular crimes happen you see a lot of people using drugs drinking uh soliciting services and it's just like No matter who moves in there, no matter who comes there, it's the same thing over and over and over again. So this would explain this on a spiritual level that is also manifesting in the physical. Okay, so when a terror has been inhabited by persons who have sinned, the land becomes contaminated. And those territorial spirits have obtained a spiritual right, if you will, to remain there. They... they, been given permission to set up shop, of course, thereby keeping the inhabitants, what we just said, captive, oppression, okay, oppression, it's like a spiritual slavery, if I had to, this is not what they're saying here, but that's my uh, perception of it, repeatedly, scripture shows the connection between God, people, land and geography based on the people's attitude and relationship to God at, e- at any given time. And then they give um, a, a list of uh, scriptures. But before I tell you that, to give you the uh, scriptures to look up and refer to, this is, you know, as I'm talking, as I'm learning and as I'm reading, and I'm hoping that you guys are too, in case you, some of you guys may already know, um, but I'm learning along the way. Is this is why certain areas? Let's let me just take the city that I live in. Why certain areas? People, people. Well, it's more so spirits working behind the scenes of trying to keep certain areas of a city um, full of crime and different activities and they flood it they flood it with guns they flooded with whatever they can tell you that there it's a war on crime it's a war on guns it's a war on this is a war on that the war is not on any of those things they're talking about the war is on you on the regular, everyday people. That is my perception of it. They make it seem like they're having this this righteous, uh, moral war, so to speak, on all of these uh, vices. But actually, the war is on the people that they haven't already um, ensnared um, into these activities. Okay, so that's on a spiritual level. When you keep doing it, it contaminates the. I knew it wasn't good, but I just didn't grasp it. And now I am grasping what this truly is. It leaves a stain. And if there are places where people lose their lives over and over and over and over again, that also puts a stain on the area and the land. Therefore, cursing it and contaminating it. And they, the, the powers that be work behind the scenes to keep that going. To accelerate it. That's why certain areas you see it and they'll, you see on the news, and they'll keep saying these areas are the worst areas. It's this, it's that, it's this, that, and the third. It's because the powers that be want this to continue so that these territorial spirits and to set up these strongholds so that they have dominion. These uh, demonic forces have dominion over people. I've even been in certain areas not necessarily what you would call bad, not necessarily bad neighborhoods, but go into a place, well, even even a room or a, a, a certain area, and I could feel something, it feels heavy. Some places you can go and it feels light, um, and others it's very heavy. You can feel it sometimes it's even oppressive and in in other, and I've talked about this, sometimes I've been in places and I have become physically sick because whatever is there that has set up shop is actually, physically I'm reacting to, spiritually I am too but I'm also it, it only seems to be in the physical but it is also in the spiritual okay, that's why you have to be careful about who you spend time with And where you go, how much, how long you stay there, um, and so forth and so on. I don't know if that makes sense. Um, I've often talked about working at places. You go there, you know, as adults, you work at certain places for a certain amount of time. And when something is not right about that place, you can start to manifest. spiritually things and then it manifests even further into the physical where you actually I've experienced that you feel ill and then as soon as you step out of that that job or that that uh place you're perfectly fine I kind of kicked myself why I never figured that out when I was younger I knew there was something wrong I just didn't really understand it Okay, so um, the scriptures for this to show the connection between God, people, land, and geography, based on the people's attitude and their relationship to God, can be found at Genesis nine nineteen, Genesis ten twenty and thirty one, Genesis eleven verses eight and nine, Deuteronomy thirty two eight, the Book of Job twelve twenty three, Psalm sixteen uh, verse five and six. Psalm 74, 17, Uh, we also look at the book of Psalms again, 78, 54, then the book is is, is a pretty good uh, amount of scriptures, Isaiah 9, 3, Isaiah 26, 15, Ezekiel 16, verses 26 and 27. Electricity knowledge truly is power. Did you know electricity can jump straight through the air? It's true, and it's why you should never put metal objects like ladders near power lines. They don't have to touch a line to attract the electricity. Here's another one. Even if your phone's waterproof, the charger is not. Water and electricity never mix, so make sure to charge your devices in a safe and dry spot. Let's live safely together. O-G and E Safety Digital. Alright, welcome back. So we took a little bit of a break. So now we're going to go into the primary causes of land defilement. Um, First one is idolatry idol worship of any kind and including witchcraft um the shedding of in what well, we talked about innocent blood murder okay killing of any kind immorality and sexual sins this is something that um should not be taken lightly although in our society think the, the, the these, these three things are, are trivialized, it's made to seem like no big deal, witchcraft is actually made to seem like it's something cool, you know, harmless, um, what everybody does, I, I've been sitting back and watching how it is, uh, rebranded and repackaged to very, very young children, okay, in shows, even, (laughs) I mean, just, it's just saturated, but that's part of the conditioning of making it seem acceptable, cool, and normal when it is everything but that um and and basically trying to uh, recruit and they are recruiting people um children and young people to engage in these activities um, it's it's just amazing. it's just how proficient uh, these forces are, and how they know humans so well. They've been doing it for a very long time. Um, Okay, so the the fourth category is broken covenants, pagan temples and idols. We're back at witchcraft, because this is huge. Witchcraft, covens, Satan worship, and objects or landmarks used for the same thing now this is what i i want to break in and say they i was looking on youtube and they showed some type of i don't want to say what it is <laughs> but a place in which in another land okay in another country and um the building is supposed to be very posh and it's supposed to be very Um, For the affluent. It's supposed to be a tower of some sort. And I came across it. But my initial reaction. My initial reaction. When I saw this unique shape. Of this particular tower. I don't want to give too much of it away. uh, Was that it was something. Wrong with it. It, it, it was creepy to me. Now, other people may look at it and think that it's cool. I get it. And they tried to explain the design and the architecture of why this particular structure um, was for something like an emblem on this particular country's, um, uh, for their flag and for their country. The swords of this, the swords of that. But when I looked at it, I felt something completely different. It's something... I don't want to say diabolical, because to some it might, might sound a little dramatic, but it wasn't right. Something about it wasn't right. Um, and I feel like it's actually some type of... oh, Not a portal, but it's something to be worshipped. It's not... Because usually when they present things, there are a lot of key elements of how they present it. Like I said, when they present witchcraft to young children, they make it seem cool, it seems fun, it's lit, it's this, it's that, they... They put it in little candy-colored coating uh, colors in the animation. Um, They sell the stuff at the stores in these fun little colors. They know exactly how to present it. So, And they rebrand it, okay? They have so many shows out in which you're like ghost hunting and paranormal investigators. But I noticed... You always kind of had that, but I noticed there are more celebrities coming forth and saying that they are they've always practiced this it forms of witchcraft or consider themselves to be a witch. They're doing uh, concerts and shows and um, exclusive movies uh, behind their tours, and when they do certain songs that have nothing remotely, apparently they would appear to be the song has nothing remotely to do with the actual performance it's always some kind of witches in the woods dancing around fire wearing robes and and the whole thing and they're making it seem like uh, white witch it's harmless it's just nature it's just this it's just that and it's always they always say it's just this don't make it any more than what it is when in reality it is so much more than what they're saying okay okay so that's why this keeps coming up it's coming up already they keep saying witchcraft witchcraft for whatever reason i know when people are they feel helpless they feel um like outcasts they feel like they don't belong a lot of times how this is presented witchcraft is as empowerment I keep seeing that when they are talking about immoral behavior I mean just out there sexual sins and being promiscuous and um just going with any and everybody um men women whatever um both together all together now um it's always supposed to be wrapped in a pretty little picture of empowerment you're being empowered you're owning it you're doing this you're doing that it's it's none of that it's just just what i said it's packaging it's branding it is what it is and they're just shoving it at you um and making it seem like it's something. It's just that. Oh, it's it's not. Don't make it a big deal. You're just owning it. You're just being an independent woman. You're just or independent man. You're just doing this. You're just. They always say that. It's so fascinating in a way. How they put it. Okay. So we're going back to adultery. Fornication. Sodomy. Incest. Back to the sexual sins. Bestiality fighting, anger, unforgiveness, local celebrations, honoring various gods. Now, I noticed within the past two or three years, or maybe a little bit more, you'll see across the United States, you'll see different um, statues and monuments being put up. It's the same thing as like what I was telling you for this particular country, um, when they put up this particular tower. When you look at it, it's not harmless. It's not harmless. Other people look at it. When I look at it, there's something up with it. It makes the hairs on your arm stand up. Something, you just, it doesn't sit well in your spirit. Something's not right. And then they'll give it some kind of, you know, name and, and whatnot or something to that effect. But on some level, you know. That it's actually some form of worship. That this statue or this monument is not just this. It's not just to signify solidarity or independence or whatever. It's something else entirely. And there's some type of spirit or entity that is attached to it. Even if you don't know what exactly that entity is, it doesn't sit well in your spirit. And this is what I'm saying. I often wonder about people when they, other people outside of myself, when they look at things Now there is a, there is a, a spirit of deception. That is for sure. Okay. Blind eyes can't see spiritually, physically, they can't, they're looking, but they're not truly seeing and it's because of that deception that has been put over this world okay but even in spite of this deception I still before the veil started to be lifted for me you still certain things just don't sit right and I wonder about other people when you look at something do you feel like I can't put my finger on it but something's not right here You know, you're creeped out. Something's just not right. I may not know what it is, but something just ain't right. And the last one is previous Masonic influence. Now, I was looking at something with Miss Mary, and they were showing, I don't know what this show was about, Um, but um, they started talking about handshakes. And I don't know if it was tr- if if what they said in the show was actually true, but the the character in this particular show was talking about um, the lineage or the history of the handshake, and that it's um, I cannot remember all that he said, but I kind of feel like like I said in movies and TV shows, a lot of times they'll they'll let little little seeds of, of truth come through. That there was a history, and it wasn't just harmless, just a handshake, just a greeting, you know, just being cordial or polite. That there actually are some other um, meanings behind the handshake, that it's inception. Why do we shake hands? But in this particular show, along with them sharing some of the reasons that, of course, I can't remember... I have a horrible memory, um, is that it had Masonic. There's certain secret handshakes. That's no secret to anyone. Is that it's certain um, secret societies and different, um, you know, uh, organizations have all these little handshakes and signs, you know, you do with your hands and whatnot. But it did get me thinking. I said, a lot of our society, if not all of it, it has some if you actually dig and go back it has some it has nothing remotely to do with god it has some form of paganistic or ritualistic aspect to it i'm starting to see that and it's just like things that you just seem harmless like a handshake you think a handshake is harmless but i'm getting the impression it's not <laughs> isn't that isn't that interesting okay so it goes on to say let us not be deceived into thinking that only violations of the first and second commandments okay contaminate the land okay uh, which here it says about idolatry and witchcraft and of course thou shalt not kill the shedding of innocent blood okay first okay it says corporate group sins such as the following have been known to do likewise. It says um, being critical, um, strife, divisions, narrow mindedness, strongholds of tradition, legalism, uh, being judgmental, um. Unforgiveness, false teaching, lukewarmness, self-righteousness, arrogance, apathy, and com- or compla- complacency, pride. Okay, hold on, guys. Pride, religious apathy, control, poor stewardship, believing gossip and rumor, unwillingness to confront sin, unwillingness to evangelize, self-centered spirituality, and financial stinginess. It's that time of year again when gift lists are long and to-do lists are even longer. We're all busier than ever. Finding the perfect gift for your child or grandchild can be overwhelming. There's so much out there to choose from. You want something that's fun, but also keeps kids engaged beyond the holiday season. We have the perfect gift for every child on your list. Little Passports is the fun and educational activity kit subscription for kids that sparks curiosity and inspires lifelong learning. A subscription to Little Passports is usually $24.95 a month, but call or go online now with promo code GIFT. 30, and you can get little passports for as low as $1746 a month. That's a 30% savings. Order today and we guarantee delivery of the first gift in time for the holidays. This special 30% savings offer is only available for a limited time. Order little passports today and inspire your loved ones to discover the wonders of the world we share. Welcome back. So in this segment, we're going to go a little bit deeper into uh, defilement. So in the previous um, segment, we started to talk about the causes, some of the causes, the many causes of defilement of the land or contamination of, of the land. Okay. So this one says possible modern day sources of personal defilement. And the first one is things related to heathen worship. So this gets into uh, voodoo dolls, spirit masks, snakes, dragons, thunderbirds, phoenixes. Okay. Things related to the past sin or to unholy soul ties, Um, necklaces, rings, love letters, photos, diaries, and journals. Um, The third one is things with an unknown history. Which are not inherently evil by design, such as wood figurines, pictures, or tourist purchases. The next one, it says, any objects used in witchcraft or psychic activities, such as fortune telling, Ouija boards, tarot cards, charms, crystals, etc. Games such as Dungeons and Dragons, Masters of the Universe, Pokemon. And then they said in parentheses, actually, Pokemon means pocket monster. Um, The next one is Buddhist, Hindu, or other Eastern worship type artifacts. Um, Items or books related to uh, Satanism, witchcraft, New Age, Zodiac, Crescent Moon, Crystal Ball, pyramids, or martial arts. Look at that. It goes on to go and said things or books related to astrology, horoscopes, uh, geomancy, or to certain authors, uh, Gene Dixon, um, Edgar Case, and so forth and so on. It says comic books, rock posters, hard rock music, and materials with obvious images of darkness. Uh, pornographic materials of any kind, videos, books, magazines, it says pay-per-view cable, or satellite TV channels. Art with obvious demonic representations such as snakes, spirits, death, gargoyles, skulls, dragons, etc., etc. Items or books related to secret societies like Freemasonry, uh, Eastern Star, Knights of Malta, Skull, and bones, Masonic aprons, books or rings, and this is something Oriental yin and yang symbols. Certain children's books or movies, such as Harry Potter, which encourage children to seek access to spiritual power unauthorized by God. Movies with occult messages, extreme violence, excessive foul language, or explicit sexual content objects specifically cursed by others items of which are unaware unless god reveals them to you wow cursed by others items of which you are unaware well that's the whole point is um they're counting on your not knowing and keeping you that way not just you not knowing but keeping you not knowing books that focus on sensuality or death and destruction and they give stephen king the above list is taken from oh so they said this list was actually in this book as i said Territory spirits by c P- peter wagner they actually got this particular list from spiritual house c- cleaning by eddie and alice smith Now, it goes on to say that God places judgments on the land that is defiled. And they make reference to Ezekiel 14 verses 1 through 20. Judgments of the results of sins on the land. The ground becomes cursed. And I think this is a a recurrent point that they keep trying to drive home about this. It ceases to yield its strength. And they make reference to Genesis 4.12. Land itself vomit out its inhabitants. And it gives Leviticus 18.25. So then they go into drought. Famine. Uh, ecological devastation. Which goes underneath natural disasters. Earthquakes, floods, hurricanes, tornadoes and storms. War. Disease and economic struggles. Now now we're going to get into two particular uh, examples they have here. Consider these two examples. Haiti. Haiti used to be very beautiful and fertile land and was referred to as the Pearl of the Antilles. Two centuries ago, Haiti's leaders made a covenant with Satan. Okay. They agreed that if he would deliver Haiti from French rule they would worship him. Now this is interesting. As a result, voodoo became Haiti's main religion and the land thereafter was cursed. Haiti drastically changed at at that point and became the most devastated, poverty-stricken nation in the Western Hemisphere. Such is the cure of idolatry. So, let's just pause here for a second. So, what they're saying is, this is what they're saying, is that Haiti, okay, that was considered to be very beautiful, fertile, and be coined, their name was the Pearl the pearl of the Antilles, two centuries <laughs> have passed, and Haiti's leaders decided... Two centuries, I'm sorry. Two centuries. Did I say two centuries? And the Haitian leaders decided to make some type, enter into some type of covenant uh, with Satan, with the adversary. And they agreed that it would deliver, <laughs> oh wow, deliver Haiti from this uh, French rule that they were trying to, they were oppressed. See, this is the thing, I, I, to an extent I understand, it's like what I was saying, a lot of people who feel oppressed in their lives and they feel like the odd person out, they're often more likely to be pushed towards witchcraft and other things because they feel a certain level of empowerment from doing it not realizing that by them doing it they're going to become even more oppressed and enslaved but see that's the false charm of it all that's the attraction at first you feel power you feel empowered and you feel like you actually have power and to a certain extent you may have some type of power but then this is when the chains on top of the chains of the chains of the chains start clanking down on you and that's what's going to be your undoing but i understand how people and and obviously the adversary understands that as well okay you're you're running from oppression but actually (laughs) you're not going to be saved You're actually going to be doubly, triply enslaved even more. And um, basically, the adversary wants you gone. He wants to. He came to kill, steal, and destroy. He did not come to save you from anything. Okay? And he has no love or any empathy for your plight. Even though it may seem as though that's what he's offering. Alright, so... The second example is the United States. So consider the United States. Ezekiel 14.3 speaks of idols in our heart. Colossians 3, five calls covetness idolatry. Other sins prevalent in the U.S. include the following. And they make a reference to, I'm gonna have to, you guys are gonna have to excuse me for this, Mammon. Now I've seen this name before and I've also seen in scary movies Uh, demons, or a demon called that, which Mammon is actually, it is a demon's name actually, um, but it represents the love of money, wealth, and possessions, aka greed. Okay? The pursuit of pleasure, alcohol, illicit sex, drugs, giving one's time and affections to television, internet or the media mm. idolizing celebrities success or status sports psychic activity or occult pursuits so giving one's time and affections to television internet or the media idolizing celebrities, success or status And, of course, the psychic activity or occult pursuits. Yes. Okay. So you have to be very, very, very careful. Now, it goes on to say 75% of the members of Promise Keepers admitted to problems with pornography. Wow. Two-thirds were in church leadership positions. Well-recognized sins of America include sins against the American Indians, and the parenthesis says over 350 treaties were broken and not one, not one was kept. Slavery, hello. The oppression of the Jews through anti-Semitism, the interment of Japanese Americans during World War II. Mm -hmm. The arrogance of the American people, greed and materialism, and abortions um they go on to quote woe to the city of blood blood here represents innocent bloodshed murder and the violence resulting in death bloodshed pollutes and defiles and must be atoned for before God's presence can return judgment and devastation are the inevitable consequences of a land being full full let me say one more again full of bloodshed since 1973 there have been 50 excuse me 50 million abortions in the U.S. one in six for Evangelical Church Women. Then we Americans wonder why we have drought, floods, hur- it said Hurricane Katrina and Sandy. Of course, this book was done in the 90s. Church problems that may suggest the presence of dark influences. And in the next segment, we'll get into that. So, church problems that may suggest the presence of... Of dark influences next. All right, welcome back. So, this is the last segment for this particular episode about territorial spirits. We're going to look at um, church problems that may suggest the presence of dark influences. Okay, so the first one, a suggestion of possible church problems that may be red flags, that there's something that's going on, that is uh, its presence, its source may be of dark influences that need your attention, okay, the church's attention, church splits, leadership problems or relationship issues within the board, the council, or the elders, lack of focused vision, a history of music or worship problems, a history of constant financial worries, an inability to retain Sunday school, youth ministry, and uh, the growth over the years. Leadership marriage splits, the history of leadership and discretion, Hard to maintain spiritual growth, having little success at community outreach and evangelism over the years, historical involvement of other churches in interchurch events, um, backbiting, gossip or general discontent, um, a history of sickness or illness, especially within leadership families and a lack of effective conversion growth and it says in parentheses not transfer or biological growth it goes on to say that stewardship of the land can be positive or negative stewardship of the land reflects the character and nature of god sin defiles the land and there are ramifications of such sin that need to be addressed by each of us as God's stewards in this way land is cleansed redeemed and healed this in turn leads to the transformation of communities which yields the blessings of God for his people the cleansing and the redemption of And healing of the land facilitates the transformation of communities and the blessing of God for his people. I think they said that, didn't they? (laughs) It can even be termed a reflection of heaven on earth. And it gives the scripture 610. And I think we're going to end on that. Um, I'm going to grab my Bible and we're going to look at the scripture, Matthew 610. Alright, we're at, the, at Matthew 6.10. Let your kingdom come, let your will take place, as in heaven, also upon earth. I would like to invite you to join me in prayer, a prayer of spiritual protection. Thank you, Lord, for your protection over my family. I come against any plot or ploy or scheme that the enemy has planned for us, and I render it useless in your Son, Jesus Christ's name. We are the head and not the tail, above only and not beneath. No weapon formed against us will prosper, and every tongue that arises against us will be condemned. We have the minds of Christ and the victory... The victory is ours today in Him. We are children of the Most High, and we rest in His goodness and faithfulness. In your Son's sweet name, Jesus Christ, Amen. just listening to teachable moments with april podcast i truly hope you enjoyed this episode we invite you to stay connected with us on the other social media platforms of ours which is tiktok pinterest instagram threads and youtube also we'd like to invite you to check out our official podcast landing page on podpage.com slash teachable moments with april to see all our content in one place and leave personal messages, feedback and more.